2: caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.
5: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Andy with the RSL Show. Uh, I am here with Joshua Clark. We're at the stadium at Rio Tinto. Tom, Tom Hackett's here as well. No, he, he, wants, no, he wants no part of this. We got Luca and we also got Brian Dunsteth. Johnny, say what's up to the RSL Show, dude? Hey,
4: when are we going to like hang out again? When am I going to be invited to come hang out? Like, Maybe we can do foot, foot golf, Josh and I were talking about. Do a, foot foot do a show, session? do
2: some
5: videos. We could do some stuff some like concept. that. Yeah. yeah, dude, I would love to do a day in the life with you as like you're prepping for the match and then you're you're up in the broadcast booth.
4: Yeah, let's do it. It's super boring. Like I wake up, I get we on the trip, I go I go to soccer for the boys. So you can actually you can come running with me on the trail. Yeah. We'll could, maybe. Yeah, we'll get you up. Yeah,
5: we'll, maybe we'll skip that part, <laughs> you know? Uh, also we got Scott. Scott's a brand new RSL fan. You guys just met Scott. Sure. We're gonna introduce Scott to all of the RSL fans. Um, Scott, what's the best? rsl podcast out there i know you're brand new but which one's your favorite
4: oh there's so many to choose but i'm gonna say the rsl show
5: and why because we got you into the booth for the next match yeah
4: <laughs> yeah of no, course <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about Donnie <laughs> gave a spot <laughs> but still oh, best cool. podcast ever
5: awesome dude hey uh just a quick question so like what made you support rsl because i met you at the airport we were there for the severino uh, getting off of the airplane, but like, when did you decide, or or how did it kind of come along that you were going to support Real Salt Lake?
4: Well, it all started when uh, w- so I had my first game back in like 2018 when RSL played with oh. Monor- um Montreal, yeah. and they tied. Right, it was just a real experience, right? But it's during the time I didn't like soccer and like or football. Right. I, I apologize, <laughs> for Latino fans. Yeah. But
5: um, you got Tyler Gibbons walking by. Hey, dude, what's up? How you doing? You're looking great. All right, sorry. Go ahead.
4: And so during this time, I didn't like soccer, I was like oh RSL. My almost, most of my friends think like oh MLS is like, yeah. the, like the terrible league, but like, I but I had a trip to Peru, right? And I saw the national team play where the country, right? And, yeah. and it's surreal when like your whole country was celebrating over a goal, and that's when I played interest. I played FIFA. Yeah. I tried to avoid RSL at that during that time because I had a mentality believing that like oh MLS not a good league like Premier League or like La Liga right. but until then I see the community of our soccer about in England how like they have crowds they have chants and I was like hmm I, sh- I should watch one of these game one day my dad bought tickets for the for the 2021 season with uh, with Houston no 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 FC Dallas between RSL I didn't know anything about it about any RSL culture at all and then so after the game, when they won the game, it was a real experience because it was so loud when they made a goal. The, the the supporter group, it was it wasn't like that big until like this season, but still they were loud, they're they're proud, and and then I went to the social media. Shout out to the admin, bro, the the best, the best, best uh, L tweets when we always win the game. But yeah, then after that. We went to the playoffs. The playoffs literally convinced me, like, yep. Like, it's not, like, this ain't, like, the league that I remember, like, way back in 2016, 2016 right. retirement league, basically, but it's not anymore. We have, like, we have, like, good players. Yeah. We have, like, p- players that have a future in other other leagues around the world. Yeah. And it's nice to see them in the beginnings. And also, and also when the first game was Seattle during the the s- snowstorm, it was pretty, <laughs> I was there, for, like, the whole game. Wet with the flag. When uh I don't, do you know who made the goal for the Seattle?
5: Who scored? Do you remember? Against us for Seattle? No,
4: no, uh, for ourselves Was it Demir? I don't
5: know. Was it the match where the, 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 there's like footage of uh, who threw the snowball?
4: No, no, this. That's this, not this year. the. This was the first game at home this year. I honestly. Oh. Home opener. Home opener.
6: Uh,
5: yeah. I can't remember to be honest right now. <sighs> well, we don't. We don't really follow Real Salt Lake. Oh, okay. no! I'm kidding.
4: <laughs> no, but yeah, after that, and then the New England game, right? When they're like start, like, when they're like losing by two nil, I was like, oh. Bobby, maybe. Bobby would Bobby? maybe. Maybe.
5: Bobby would, or Marcelo. Dunny doesn't even know, so we get a pass.
4: But well, what was it called when uh, Taters made that go in New England Revolution? The, all my friends jaw dropped because they're the same people that say, "Oh, and RSL suck." <laughs> they're terrible they after we because we remember see uh no new england won the supporter the support shield yeah and we just defeated them and so big deal and i, and I was like yeah I'm, I'm gonna stick in the club made some friends in the report in the supporter group shout out to la Baria, uh to the other rest of the supporter group and i'm just like here forever like i have my own scarf I, i'm planning to get my own shirt gonna get a tattoo Mom won't let
5: you. You're still pretty young. Huh? How old are you?
4: I'm like 20 years old. And 20 so. years old. Hey. I can't drink beer and so. <laughs> you can't drink beer yet, bro. I got this one at 21
5: <laughs> right here. Yeah, you got a tattoo back in. Uh, yep. Josh is showing off his tattoo, his RSL tattoo. Well, dude, we're 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 grateful to have people like you, man. Like we're in our 30s, and so it's cool to see like some young guys, young guys, new generation oh, yeah. popping in with new passion. Um, I need I need a, I need this amount of passion back in my fandom. <laughs> yeah, you do. The yeah, I, RSL show's kind of killed it. but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So it's cool, man. Uh, where are you from? Are you r- originally from Salt Lake?
4: Oh, yeah. I was born and raised in Salt Lake, but in my heart, I'm Peruvian. and yeah, so. Of but, yeah, it was nice. It's just nice to support basically my local club.
5: Who's your, uh, who's your favorite player currently on the roster? Oh,
4: well, when I was a little kid, uh, Beckerman. Uh-huh.
5: But for now, ooh, there's
4: so many. Well, like during, like, you know, this record like in May 2022, but during like the playoffs, it was a Choga, big vil- villainous villainous uh, yeah. saga. But for now, oh, it might be uh, Krylak, oh, sorry, Cry- Krylak or uh, yes. or Subarino Cer- because I saw how he played in Brazil, and I'm excited what he can bring here. Well,
5: cool, man, well, it's nice to meet you, bro. Uh, we're happy that we're going to be able to get you up in the booth with uh, Dunny. Dunny's always. Uh, hooking up the fans, and he loves oh, the yeah. fandom out here, and we're we're excited to see, like I said, just just new blood. Also bring one thing. Oh yeah, one more thing, one more thing.
4: Actually, I'm actually planning to
5: do something, like, bring more experience for the supporter groups, bring more instruments and
4: stuff like that. So, like, because you know, RSL's not like MLS. Don't talk about RSL too much. Even the TVs, like, n- like not even they won't show our, our games. Like, I'll bring something that even like every, I'm uh, sorry, apologies for my language. <laughs> every national TV to broadcast our game. I'm planning to do something big, but
5: sick, bro. Okay, I love it so much, dude. Hey, it's uh, nice to bro. meet you. If you want to talk to someone about, you know, helping the culture or whatever, the guy sitting on the corner. I can introduce you. His name is Zach. Is it the best? Yeah, he's the liaison between RSL and the supporters yeah, section. Yeah, cool. So as long as you know who to, to reach out to, that's the guy. oh no,
4: yeah. Very cool. well, Thank you very much. Nice to
5: meet you. Hey. uh what, uh, what have you thought about, like, the, the, the last result, Rail Salt Lake, and just, like, the overall uh, mentality of the team?
4: Oh, with Montreal? Oh, so what's it called? It was Sunday, right? And I was just doing my basic routine. And then when I put the first, when I turned the game on for the first, first seconds, right, goal, I was like, no. <laughs> it's like a typical another day of RSL losing in away games. Ooh. But what's it but after the two goals made by uh, Glad and, uh, and Cordova, oh, wow, that brings back like hope of, like, bringing back the same excitement I had when they played New England. Yeah,
5: brings back the fire. Very well, cool, man. Unexpected win, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, again, it's nice to meet you, bro. Uh, happy to have you here. It's a beautiful day at the Riot. Uh, next up, let's talk to uh, Tom Hackett a little bit about his <laughs> RSL experience i'm actually hopping a chair right now i'm coming down what's up dude how you doing hey man rsl show part of ksl sports so we can talk to tom hackett uh tom you threw out an interesting question on twitter um asking if rsl is a mls cup contending team and you got some kind of mixed reviews and so what is like your take on what you've seen out of the club and are you optimistic that this team can do a formidable run towards the cup
6: of course of course i think they can which is why i pose the question to a lot of pessimistic fans but i um i just think that given pablo's success last year in the postseason he was able to achieve something very few if any thought was possible and the team has only upgraded uh in my opinion and i think i share the same sentiment with the fans um a lot of a lot of talented players that have joined the roster since last year, Saverino being the latest, Sergio Cordova, uh, Scotty Caldwell even has played a pretty good, pretty profound role in 2022. So uh, I, I truly think, I think, look, I don't think they're going to be favored to win the MLS Cup anytime soon, but they currently sit high up in the Western Conference. They've had a pretty tricky schedule to start the year, and um, things are going to get a bit easier. So assuming they take care of results at home they they will find themselves high up the west when it matters most and so um i i think they can i think they can contend for for an mls cup and i i don't say that with any bias i i I truly think that they're um they're good enough
5: well the uh you know the biggest like uh narrative online right now is that and I, i i i'm even guilty of this right i said hey dude like all of our goals most of our goals are coming from defenders uh, Sergio Cordova obviously bags a goal in the last match. Uh, do you think that opens up the floodgates for him? Or are you kind of liking what you're seeing, or have you heard anything from like the coaching staff on, on how aggressive he should be?
6: Well, I think I think that you could you have could probably guessed that at the start of the year. Sergio Cordova, brand spanking new to Major League Soccer, trying to acclimatize to, to his new team, to a new league, and so it was always going to take him... Uh, a few games to kind of prepare accordingly but I think what we've seen over the last couple of games is he's become more selfish he's looking to score more goals he's not looking to pass it off which is which is what every striker should do and then you look at Bobby Wood who really kind of didn't play a ton last year due to injury he's he's in in good form uh, or good health I should say and I think the form will follow so uh, those two are uh, developing a pretty good partnership and I, I only see that getting better and then you add in you add in Jefferson Savarino who, um, who is world class uh, and he will add to the creativity in the attacking third and I don't think anybody's going to gonna debate me on that. that. That is kind of what he does really. He's not much of a goal scorer although he can he sets up players but he, he opens up spaces for his teammates to, to, to work into and so I, um, yeah, I I'm very optimistic that, that goals will start to flow from, from some of the more attacking players and uh, I'm not overly shocked that a lot of the defenders have had to carry a lot of that burden throughout the start of the year because the roster is, or at least was, set up for that.
5: So I'm having a peek over at the circle right now. It uh, looks like the players are close to wrapping up. We're going to obviously get an interview. Uh, we have an interpreter uh, who's here to talk to, Severino, and uh, I think we can get Pablo as well. I think so. But uh, right now... Clearly, I don't. I don't see a David Ochoa in that circle. Do you? No, I don't. He's yeah. Right so that's kind of been the topic of discussion, and I kind of want to get your take on that. Um, obviously, there's you know there's articles being written, and whether it's real news or fake news. Uh, what's your opinion on like David Ochoa not starting, and maybe? you know, the the narrative of, of personal reasons. Is there anything that you can speculate to that?
6: Well, it's professional football, and he was injured in the preseason. Zach McMath filled his void, played superbly, and is continuing his good run of form. And David Ochoa has to beat beat out Zach McMath, which clearly he has not done. And and so maybe that there are things going on behind the scenes that we can speculate about and probably be pretty close to, uh, to be inaccurate on, um, and that is that David Ochoa uh, is, is not working hard enough to, to beat Zach McMath out. So I, I think it's pretty black and white. I think it's pretty simple. I think it, yeah, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out. Um, until, until, until David Ochoa decides to, to, to come to practice and train, then Zach McMath's going to keep the job. And, yeah. and that's the way uh, Ochoa's got six months left on his contract. We'll see what happens, but for now, it's Zach McMath, and for good reason. He's playing really well. He deserves to be the starter. Zach, uh, David Ochoa, a talented goalkeeper, will probably go on to have a, a tremendous career in Europe or Mexico or, or maybe here, but, but until that day comes, it's Zach McMath's job, and, and he's earned every right.
5: Well, very cool, man. Uh, we're happy to uh, have RSL content uh, brought to you exclusively by Tom Hackett and the RSL show. Uh, looks like we should go down and maybe get some interviews, yeah? Yep. All Let's right. do it. Cool, cool. All right. So we'll just, I'm going to try to just keep this whole thing fluid. Uh, just walking down the steps to go do some interviews. We've got Trey Fitzgerald at the very bottom of the steps. We've got a translator, too. And there's actually some music. So we'll wait to kill that off, and we'll be right back. Shout out to the sponsors at One Wire Fiber and KSL Sports.
6: Last time we spoke to you, Sava went through a fitness test earlier in the day and then um, had his first session with the group. He was off to the side for, for a portion of it. Has he developed and, and recovered as well as you had hoped?
3: Yeah, you know, again, I think it's, uh, it would be crazy to think that, uh, you know, he'd be ready to start a game, haven't not played in uh, over a month, but he's been staying fit, and so obviously games are different. There's an emotional response. There's a hormonal response to every game. Um, And those are things that you can't really mimic in training. And so uh, what's important is that uh, he feels good, and it's just about making sure we manage him in a way that we don't put him in a position to, to, to get injured.
6: And then word on the grapevine is yesterday him and Johnny Menendez kind of had their way in training, playing alongside each other. They dominated one side of the pitch. Obviously, Johnny unavailable this week, but down the road, I assume the two will probably take the pitch at the same time. Are you excited to see some of that come to life?
3: Yeah, definitely a possibility. And, again, I think um, when you have uh, players of Severino's quality coming into the group, it just adds to the confidence with the ball and the movement knowing that the ball is going to be secured the right way He's going to be looking for options the right way, um, and he finds those options, and so he becomes a very much uh, a magnet in the attack and in the way players play off of him. So again, these are all things that uh, you know we thought we're going to manifest, and to see it in two days' training has been great.
6: So anytime you bring a new player in, it, it takes however long for that player to kind of get in and, and create chemistry with the group. Anderson Julio, much like Savarino, a bit weird in the sense that they have played at this club before. Mm-hmm. Anderson Julio under you, Savarino not. But do, do you feel like his integration within the club is fast forward because of the way he has played here in the past? Yeah, that's
3: a great point. Yeah, you know, I asked him after the first day how he felt received by the locker room. He goes, I know all the guys. And, and for me, it's, that's what it's all about is when you have a feeling of comfort because you, you know the majority of the players in the locker room that's a quicker integration versus coming in from a different country, not knowing the language, not knowing the club, not knowing the country, the league. Um, so I think his integration will be real quick with this group.
6: So Joe Cordova, uh, Cordova pardon me, scored um, a goal last, uh, kind of maybe a breakthrough goal. You've mentioned in the past that maybe once that first goal does get put in the back of the net, the floodgates could open. What have you seen from him this week?
3: Yeah, so again, uh, confidence is a huge factor in, 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 in most attackers' game. They believe they can score. They put themselves in position to score, and they shoot from angles that may not give him the best chance to score but uh, this week in training Sergio's scored quite a few goals and again I think it all stems from being in that position at the weekend and putting himself twice in great positions to score so the anticipation is that he'll be shooting more and with odds that uh, he'll be scoring more.
6: I know you don't spend much time if any online the narrative is that a lot of defenders are scoring goals for this club and some of the attackers aren't bagging as many as they but but was that I know it's not expected because nothing in this world is, but Bobby Wood didn't really have a great impact due to injury last year. Sergio's brand new to the club. They're developing as a partnership up top. Do you feel like now at this point in the, in the season we're starting to get to a point where the expectation is that they start scoring goals?
3: Well, I think for themselves, I think they always have expectations to score. And like you rightly pointed out, every individual has different, there's different reasons as to why that might be. But what I will say is uh, the positions that Bobby and Sergio are taking in the final third are much more aggressive and in positions where they're more likely to score goals. And so I, I think, again, going back to the Montreal game, I think Bobby and Serge both had two really good opportunities to score goals. And the more they're in those positions, the more confidence they get in those positions, the likelihood is that they're going to score more goals.
6: Looking ahead to tomorrow night against Houston, what what concerns you most on, on video? What are, you, what are you most concerned about?
3: Yeah, I think uh, they're, they're a very direct team, and uh, obviously we're going to want to, you know, push the tempo quite a bit the space behind our back line is obviously a real threat Um, and uh, they have great wingers that are always testing the back line and they got players in the back line that aren't scared to play that ad nauseum so for us it's really about minimizing the space behind our back line by dropping uh, having good body shape and being able to deal with those first balls in behind but more importantly we can really find a lot of success picking up second balls while they're sending players forward and breaking through the lines and starting our own attack and transition
6: are you, are you enjoying life? <laughs> I, I, the only reason I ask is because your job is so—it's stressful. There's a lot going on, and but you're in a good. The team's in a pretty good spot. Yeah,
3: I think the key in the in you know as as a coach is is you don't get too high and you don't get too low, and that's why staying away from any kind of social media is the the key to any kind of normalcy in your life. Um, and and basing uh, your happiness with training with your eyes and what you feel same thing in games with your eyes and what you feel um and knowing that uh you know we've 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 shown we can do a lot of different things with this group given different types of personnel um and so that mentality piece the willing to to overcome difficult circumstances and now we're i feel like we have a good balance of the way we want to attack and being dangerous and the way we want to defend and being difficult to beat
6: so you are happy you got happy's, a a,
3: happy's a strange word for me. Happy's uh, um, happy would be having my family in Utah. Uh,
6: do, they, do they get to visit? Uh,
3: my wife comes in on, on weekends, and my kids are in high school, so you know you know how it is. Some it, holidays though. Um, it's tough, Tom. Yeah, it's tough. But again, I, I'm really proud of the group, and really proud of the development. Again, it's not about me. It's about watching these guys really take on the information, express it in their own ways, and, and getting results doing that, that makes me feel proud. I, I wouldn't say happy. I think that's an elusive um, feeling. Uh, for me, it's trying to be as calm and as balanced as possible while enjoying the fruits of all this labor.
6: Well, I, I empathize with your family situation, but at least the team is playing well, and they seem to be doing what they're told, which always helps.
3: Yes, and they're doing it in their own way, and I think that's that's ownership. And, and it, again, if you do, you, it's like doing anything for anyone else. It, it doesn't look the same. It doesn't feel the same. But when they take the structure and then improvise from a structure, that's creativity. There's no structure, then it's chaos, and everyone does what they want. So from that perspective, they've taken it, they're running with it, expressing themselves. And, like I said, most importantly, they're, they're managing games, uh, whether we're up, a, we're up a goal, whether we're down a goal, to stay in games, to maintain the lead. And that, for me, is a sign of growth within a group.
6: Well, best of luck tomorrow night. Thank you for your time as always. Thank you, Pablo. Thank you. Thank
3: you, man. Saba, um,
6: last time we spoke to you was after your first day of training. You said you felt good. How have you felt since then? Has your body reacted in the way that you had hoped?
7: Saba, la última vez que hablamos contigo fue después del último entrenamiento. Eh, dijiste que te sentías bien. ¿Cómo te sientes ahora? ¿Qué tal se siente tu cuerpo? ¿Cómo ha reaccionado?
8: Bueno, la verdad ahora me he sentido muy bien, Eh, como todo tenía días parados eh, entrenando individualmente, Eh, quizás las piernas se cansarán un poco, pero ganando minutos partido tras partido, eh, pienso que iré mejorando eh, partido tras partido y conforme a la decisión que tome el entrenador también.
7: Uh, Well, I'm feeling good. Uh, There are some days that I had been training by myself, basically. So maybe my legs are going to get a little bit tired. But as I um, play more and I get more minutes in the field, I think that definitely it's going to get uh, better and better uh, progressively. And uh, it also depends on the coach's decision. Is the locker room as you remember it? Are the, are the, is the,
6: the, the vibe and the culture in the locker room similar to when you left in 2019?
7: ¿Y cómo cómo está cómo es el locker room, la vibra, la cultura, es similar a cómo lo dejaste en el 2019?
8: Sí, sí, aquí el camerino es, pienso que es el mismo. Hay muchos latinos, los americanos también. Eh son muy buenas personas, eh, me dan confianza, son todos humildes y para mi eso es muy importante para adaptarme lo más rápido posible y, y poder jugar que es lo más importante.
7: Yes, yes. Uh everyone in the locker room, there's Latinos, uh the Americans, everyone is great, they're all uh very good people, I feel confident when I'm with them and uh, everyone's really humble. I think that's really important. Uh, That's what's more important for me uh, for adaptation uh, as soon as I can, as soon as possible. And uh, playing in the end, that's the important thing to play. Um, I know you spoke with Sergio
6: Cordova prior to you coming here. I heard that yesterday you and Johnny Menendez were dominating the training session. Do you feel like you have more chemistry with certain attacking players already just three days into this this whole thing.
7: Eh, yo sé que ayer hablaste con Sergio Córdoba y eh, también durante la práctica de ayer con eh, John Menéndez, ustedes fueron los que dominaron eh, la práctica. Crees que tienes química con algún jugador específico, tomando en cuenta que nada más tienes tres días jugando.
8: No, la verdad eh, pienso que eso se va dando partido tras partido, eh, con Córdoba por supuesto ya he jugado eh, en la selección de de Venezuela, pero partido tras partido eh, vamos a ir comunicándonos eh, tanto con los americanos como con con los latinos, con todos, y yo soy un jugador que siempre estoy dispuesto a asociarme con todos mis compañeros, sea quien sea, y para mí eso es lo más importante.
7: No, well, I think that it's, it depends. As I play more matches, I'm going to have more chemistry with uh, each of the players with Córdoba. Uh, I've had played with them before for the Venezuelan team, so uh, I think that's uh, part of the reason why But the communication has been great with the American players, Latino players, with all of them, and I try to socialize and to be able to communicate and get to know all of them and I think that's the most important.
6: What what is the biggest difference between Real Salt Lake and Atlético Minero?
7: Cuál es la diferencia más importante entre Real Salt Lake y Atlético Minero?
8: Sí, son dos equipos muy diferentes, eh, dos ligas muy diferentes, jugadores muy diferentes, por supuesto, eh, aquí hay jugadores nuevos como jugadores buenos, como en Brasil hay jugadores buenos, y lo más importante es no, no hacer comparaciones, lo más importante es seguir aquí aprendiendo en el Real Sanley de de mis compañeros, tanto los latinos como los americanos, y well, both things are
7: actually quite uh, different, uh, those are also two different uh, leagues every player is uh, an individual Uh, there's good players there there's also uh, in brazil there's also great players here i think comparing comparisons are not the the best thing to make Uh, what is important for me is to learn while i'm here in real salt lake to learn from the team from my teammates and to trust god uh, because i know that things are going to get better
6: uh, you were very good here from 2017 to 2019. How much better have you gotten in Brazil?
7: Te fue muy bien cuando estuviste acá desde el 2017 al 2019. ¿Qué tanto mejoraste en Brasil?
8: No, la verdad, por supuesto, gané más experiencia, eh, gané títulos, conquisté muchos títulos. Eh, en Brasil jugué con jugadores experientes como Hul, como Diego Costa, Eduardo Vargas Muchos jugadores experientes que me ayudaron a ganar mucha más experiencia Y bueno, todo eso que aprendí allá eh, ahora espero aplicarlo aquí en, en el Real ley Que para mí eso es lo, lo más importante Vine a ayudar a, a mis otros compañeros que estaban aquí Y bueno, espero y en los próximos días seguir aprendiendo aún más aquí en el Real ley well, I think I'm definitely more experienced. I was able
7: to uh, conquer many titles. Well, I was there, and I was also able to learn from the players, very experienced players like Paul, uh, Diego Costa, Vargas, uh, that bring a lot of experience, and I've also learned from that. And I'm looking forward to applying what I have learned here in Riosol Lake and to help my teammates. That's the whole reason what I'm uh, here, um, and what I want to do in the next few days to, to learn even more.
6: And lastly, what, what do you hope to accomplish at Real Salt Lake second time around?
8: Yes, okay, y la última pregunta,
7: ¿cuáles son tus metas esta segunda vez
3: que estás aquí con, con nosotros en Real Salt Lake?
8: No, la verdad eh, sabemos, como lo he dicho antes, la MLS es muy difícil, eh los equipos aquí en la mls enfrentarlos es muy difícil, eh pero bueno vine a ganar cosas vine a ganar algo con con el real Sal por supuesto es la meta y el objetivo que que tiene el club y bueno vamos a ir paso a paso si dios permite todas las cosas puedan salir bien y y bueno y podamos ganar títulos con con este equipo que es lo más importante well uh we know that all the teams in major league
7: soccer are difficult uh it's It's gonna be a challenge for us for the team, but I'm here to uh do my part and help the team win. I want to see Rio lake win that's my personal goal and the uh, uh goal of the team in general and you know it's just step by step and uh trusting God. I think that's uh, most important. I would really like to see uh the team winning some titles. Thank
6: you Sava best of luck. Thank
7: you. Thank you. Gracias Sava, buena
6: suerte. ¿Sí? Thank you Ricardo.
1: Well, honey, for you. For you.